Yeah. You've done pilgrimages before. So what's what's been your favorite pilgrimage? Yeah, my... Not just for ads. And right, life. right, right, right. My life. My, in your long, my long, old life. My wizened, <laughs> gray hairs. <laughs> and and uh, my favorite religious pilgrimage, though it was kind of pilgrimage light, I went to Nock. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went to Nock. I love Nock. Yeah, it was cool. And I was there, and we were, it was a very brief pause as we were driving from Belfast around down mm-hmm. to Galway to go visit friends. And so we stopped. I was like, got to go to Knock. So we, we drove out of our way, got to Knock. It was at basically at dusk. Mm. Um, and it was quiet and dark. And we went in and um, said some prayers. And then I, as I was leaving, I was, you know, just walking as one does, or at least as I do, and you know, kind of putting my hand on the pews as mm. I was walking back, or uh, letting my hand, br- and um, I looked down, and my hand, I, I there was a, ro- a rosary in my hand. I grabbed a rosary somehow, oh. just like it just appeared in my hand, and maybe I was, our lady was just giving yeah, me a little sign there. She was like, "Let's go," uh, and so that was a really powerful moment. I was like, "Okay, I get the point." Yeah. Nice. And so, yeah. So that was really a cool. I've been to churches, but I feel like that was the one where I was like, okay, let's go. Let's be pilgrims. Although it was, you know, probably in between uh, drinking in Belfast and drinking in Galway. Yeah, well, what else do you A do? lot of pints of Guinness. <laughs> pints, of the, pints of the black stuff. But uh, how about you? You just got back from pilgrimage. I did. Um, my favorite pilgrimage uh, site that I'd been to and pilgrimage I've done is... I mean, I love France. France is my favorite country, period. Wow. I love I love France. You heard it here first. You heard, you heard it here. I am a Francophile. I, mean, I, don't think, I wouldn't call myself a Francophile. <laughs> um, I get it. I love France. And I don't speak a word of French, but I want to. Um, uh, Lourdes, Our Lady of Lourdes, mm. is by far my, my favorite place. That was just... You walk onto that ground, and you just know... You are somewhere holy. Yeah. Um, and I, I've been to, to Knock, uh, Our Lady Good Help up in Wisconsin. I just recently was in Fatima. Beautiful shrines, all of them. But I didn't feel what I felt at Lourdes. Wow. Like it was just a very special place. And then when you actually go to the original grotto, the cave, where Our Lady appeared to Bernadette, it's just, like, you can still feel her presence there. It's just very cool. Lord, there's something very special about Lords. That's awesome. Um, so that's that's been my favorite. Uh, a, se- a second favorite, because I'll, I'll go second. Um, I'd have to say Knock. Knock is my second favorite. Hmm. But I hated Belfast, and I'll tell you why. Because it's not Belfast's fault. It kind of is, <laughs> but not really. So we went when I was in Ireland. We we had stayed the night in Donegal. And then we did the Giants Causeway, mm-hmm. and then we drove Giants Causeway to Belfast, and we didn't eat at all that morning. You were hangry. So we were very hangry. <laughs> Me and my, my priest friend that I traveled with, he was one of the ones I just went to Spain and Portugal with. Um, we were very hangry, and we're in. And when we were staying in Donegal, we actually stayed with the Quigley family. It was a family here. We stayed in their house. They were very 
gracious host to us. Not the congressman, um, by the way, Peter. No, not the congressman. Our parishioner. <laughs> parishioner. No, another, another Quigley. Um, they're not political at all. They're a great family. Uh, so they were very nice, and they hosted us, and yeah, they, they had bought us dinner and breakfast, and they were very gracious. But now we're in the north, so in, we're no longer using euros. Now we're using Protestant money. <laughs> That's right. Uh, sterling. Pound sterling. So we get to Belfast. We're super hungry. We can't find anywhere to park, which is not helping. And then whenever we were in, because we rented a car, when we were in the Republic of Ireland, all like if we had to pay for parking, all the meters took credit card. Um, so we're like, let's just, we just got to find a place to park. We parked, <laughs> finally found a place. We get out, we get to the parking machine to pay for it. They only take coins and it's the pounds. And I was like, oh, I said a lot of, a lot of bad words. Uh, like gee whiz. So, like gee whiz. Like nuts and crackers. So like, I'm, I'm pulling up on my phone, like, where can I exchange money here? And there was a mall with a bank in it. <laughs> I don't go walk to the mall because we're going to lose that parking spot. So I walked to the mall and my, my friend, Father Michael, stayed at the car and I, and I had some euros on me. So I changed it for the pound and got, oh, it was just, we get, then we get to the restaurant that we, we found on Yelp and that was a gin bar. And we're like, we need a lot of gin uh, and we will walk it off. Did uh, you get a nice fry a nice irish fried breakfast because that will oh, make over, it all... not, not a belfast that day but yes oh, oh i love because I, I mean if you're hangry an irish fry up that'll that'll take away the hanger true no we were at a uh, a yuppie gin bar oh well that's um, so they were serving so actually i i was not yet a fan of game of thrones i am now but at the time i was not and my friend father michael is a huge game of thrones nerd Come to find out, the bar we, the gin bar we went to have lunch in, was like a favorite hangout of the Game of Thrones cast and crew. Uh Because they filmed in Belfast. Um, Who knew? And our our waiter is was one of the uh, uh, blacksmiths for Game of Thrones. Uh So he made a lot of their stuff. No, like an actual blacksmith. Oh, he he actually made the props. He's a craftsman. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and he got. He was telling us he got the job. Yeah, this is way too much for these people to know. <laughs> Dear listener, it's fascinating stuff. This is cool stuff. He got the job because he was bartending there. And you know, both the cast and crew would come and hang out like from the very beginning of the show. So it was like second season. Their blacksmith, they, they lost their blacksmith. And they're complaining about it at the bar. And the bartender was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a trained blacksmith. Like, I do that on the side. Like, if you need... As any good bartender. If you're hiring somebody, I'll do it. And th- they hired him. So... he had been serving him drinks all first season. Dear listener, go on a pilgrimage. You'll find yourself a blacksmith. <laughs> find a blacksmith. The Game of Thrones bar. So, this is Ed Talks, Father. Anyway, this is Ed Talks. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And this... Is that talks? We hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. Welcome back, Father, from your pilgrimage. We Thank wanted you. to. That's got to be our longest intro in podcast history. I, Val might. <laughs> she might have to edit that down. Yeah. that. Um, anyway. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. <laughs> Val finished her salad in that whole time. <laughs> that was a big salad, too. It wasn't like a it little delicious. side salad. 
Um, so if I just got back, I was on in Spain and Portugal. Spain and Portugal. You went beautiful. to not just one, but two of the world's most popular pilgrimage sites in one trip. I did. So we started in Portugal. We flew into Lisbon. Um, and actually, so we saw there St. Anthony of Padua. I was born in Lisbon. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. St. Anthony of Padua was born in Lisbon. Born and raised in Lisbon. I had no idea he was He was an August. I also didn't know. He was an Augustinian canon. Just assumed he was Italian. Uh, no. Yeah, he's port- Portuguese. Because Padua's in Italy, right? Padua is in Italy, yes. Okay, that's what yes. I, okay. I at least had my chance. Toward the north, yes. So from what I was told by some of my Franciscan friends... Uh, he was an Augustinian canon in Lisbon. And the Mus- that's when the Muslims were in Spain. Uh, and the Muslims martyred a bunch of Franciscans in Spain. So they were heading back to Italy. But they had to go to Portugal to get on a boat. Correct. I see. And then they, that's where Anthony met them and was drawn into their poverty and their way of life that he preferred over the Augustinians. And so he got on the boat with them. Wow. Went up, uh, and because he was an Augustinian, he had a lot more education than the Franciscans did, because what Anthony is known for is his preaching and his teaching. So that's when the friars sent him to Padua, where the university was, to teach the friars. That's amazing. Yeah. He so, reversed apostle, like, don't get out of the boat, get in the boat. Right. And let's go. And let's do it. Wow. Yeah. I had... So his church, St. Anthony in Lisbon, so we went there, they have... One of his, I've also been to Padua, um, but they have one of his relics in, in Lisbon. And I went to Fatima. So Fatima's beautiful. Fatima is, what, an hour north of Fatima's Lisbon? about an hour north of Lisbon. It's right in between Porto and Lisbon, the two major cities. And I've heard that Fatima is still pretty focused on Fatima. It's oh, not, yeah, that's it's, there. It's less touristy per se, than some of the other pilgrimage sites. But I don't know if that's true. I've just, this is what I've heard. What's it's, your take on that? Because that's, when you go on these pilgrimages, sometimes it can be a little unsettling, I think, because you're, you're getting your, your, your mind ready to encounter the sacred place, like you were talking about, yeah. in, in Lourdes, and yet you walk past all of these trinket sellers. And- so there were not as many of them, correct. So like Lourdes... I'd say that was the downside to Lourdes. You're right. Like every shop, every street leading to Lourdes was full of beautiful, very holy and devout tchotchke crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fatima did not have that. So Fatima. Yeah, so Fatima wasn't quite as touristy. I mean, the only thing in Fatima is the shrine. So, I mean... Their economy definitely centers around tourism, but um, but it wasn't like Lourdes where you have gift shops everywhere. And um, you know, in Fatima, it was it was very nice. I love Our Lady. She appeared there. It was a beautiful experience. But it was a pretty simple shrine, kind of befitting of the nature of who to whom she appeared. That's true. Children that were shepherds and true. I mean, there's no grass there now. It's all all pavement. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for when it comes to like Marian shrines, very simple. Like the old basilica, even like I, it was nice. But yeah. we have churches here in Chicago that are grander, more grander, yeah, more grand than than that. Yeah. Um, 
But it, it was beautiful in its simplicity, too, you know. Um, so from there, you go up to Spain, but did you go to Spain directly? No, we went without. So we went. So Fatima was our stop on our way to Porto. Mm. And we spent a few days in Porto, tasted some port wines. It was very nice. And then from Porto, we went further north into Spain. And that's when we got to Santiago de Compostela. Did you join? Another major pilgrim site. Did you go straight? Because the, the, the Camino comes from the, the east. Did you go east of Compostela and then follow the Camino a little bit? No. Or you just went straight? No. And there's another Camino from Lisbon. Okay. So the, okay. I mean, there's Caminos all, okay. all over Europe to get to awesome. Santiago. Um, so there was a, a walk. So actually, it was kind of cool. When we were in Lisbon and Porto walking around the cities, you'd see the seashell, um, which is the, you know, the, the symbol for a pilgrim, but mainly for the, the Camino pointing you in the right direction. Um, towards Santiago. That's awesome. And then when we got to Santiago, so for those who don't know, if you haven't seen the movie The Way with Martin Sheen, go watch that movie. There you go, some homework. It's a great explanation of the Camino of Santiago de Compostela. Um, so we got to the, Basil- the, the Cathedral Basilica of Santiago, where St. James of Santiago is Spanish. How, does, how do you get Santiago from James? It's with Iago. I-A-G-O is the Spanish form of James. So, and St. James. Ah, okay. Thank yeah. you for that. Iago. Like in Shakespeare, okay. the, although he's a villain, um, in Othello, his name is Iago. Oh, so and, James. Yeah. Okay, interesting. All right, fair enough. It's like Isabella is the Spanish form of Elizabeth. I just thought of Isabella. No, it's Elizabeth. Oh, and so no Mary's way. cousin is Isabella. Oh, wait, cool. Yeah, All right. See, we learn something new every day, folks. There you go. So there's a great... A mini course on on the Hallow app for those of you. Who Hallow? Can through Saint Edward. You can still get it as a Christmas gift. All the way through Easter, there's a mini course on the science of happiness by Arthur Brooks, and he's a huge proponent of the Camino, and he has walked hmm. it himself. Uh, but he also talks about like making your own Camino, like a personal Camino, just getting out and walking. Which is a pilgrimage. It's a pilgrimage. Even if you walk to Mass one day, you can make a personal pilgrimage to St. Edward or to your local parish, for those of our loyal listeners who yeah. aren't close enough to, to walk to St. Edward. But just going, it, it's the pilgrimage is just the idea of going somewhere for a spiritual reason, right? Like it's the act of physically going to God, to a, to a religious site, a site of religious importance, a sacred mm-hmm. place. Because you know, the whole point of a pilgrimage, you know, it, we, we hear this in the Mass often if we pay attention to it, um, but we, we're all essentially on a pilgrimage to heaven. Um, so we hear in the Mass, a lot of the prayers for the Mass talk about us as a pilgrim people, um, that we're, we're on the journey of holiness to, to gain eventually the prize of heaven. And so a pilgrimage or Camino, the way, um, is a miniature version of that, right? So when, when we were in the seminary, we were getting ready to go to the Holy Land, which uh, our own seminary in Juan just returned from. And during Lent, every Wednesday in Lent, Juan is going to give a little presentation on his pilgrimage in the Holy Land. So you come and check that out. Pay attention to our social media website and all that for information on that. Um, Deacon Mike was. Deacon Mike is there now. I think. I think he's on his way back in the coming days. But we were when I was at the seminary preparing for our pilgrimage to the Holy Land. We spent like 
two workshops talking about the difference between a tourist and a pilgrim. Mm. That tourists, tourists are there to gain experiences. Mm-hmm. That you want to you want to go you know, skydiving or you want to check out that museum or you want to see this historical place and take a selfie with the Eiffel Tower. Take a me. selfie, swim in the ocean. Like when you're a tourist, you're, you're looking to get experiences and to kind of collect those and make sure you have pictures to document it and souvenirs. We're a pilgrim. It's all about the journey. Mm. Um, and you're focusing on how is the Lord walking with you in that journey. And I think that's, that's, that was Arthur Brooks and his point about mm. the Camino is that when you do take it, when you walk it, it slows things down. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, this is me paraphrasing, becomes kind of boring at first, right? Because you're just so slowly moving to this destination that seems impossibly far. He says, but then... Because of that slowness, you were almost pulled outside of time in a mm. cool way, and you can focus on the, thing, the things that really are internally important to you become revealed mm-hmm. through this slow process. So it's a, it's just, in our world, we're so fast-paced. We're so full of A, B, C, D. And trying to pick up experiences. And trying to collect them, and trying to post them, and get likes, yep. and share them, and... And so, yeah, it's, it's a powerful experience and something that we're called to do because, like, there is no more sacred place. There is no more holy place than heaven, than right. being in the physical presence of God. Exactly. And so it, it mirrors that really beautifully. And, and to get there, sometimes life is boring and sometimes life hurts. And, yeah, you get blisters <laughs> and the train doesn't come on time or you run late or... The parking meter doesn't take The parking card. meter doesn't take your credit card. Yeah, so like those are, you know, so a pilgrimage is meant to be a little micro vision of of life. Yeah, and, um, and you don't have to go. Although from the time that the first church started spreading, people wanted to come to the places where Jesus Himself walked. But pilgrimages mm-hmm. date back to the the earliest parts. Of oh yeah, At any writer from the early church talks about pilgrims and talks about pilgrimages. The language of the church has always centered around this idea of pilgrimage. But you don't have to go to the Holy Land. You don't have to go to... No, you make a pilgrimage to St. Mary of the Angels or to Holy Name Cathedral. Yep. Um, There are shrines all around the Archdiocese of Chicago from Marytown and the Shrine of Maximilian Colby. We have the Shrine of Mother Cabrini, um, St. Jude. I mean, we got shrines everywhere to make Little Flower and Darien. Uh, Stations of the Cross or the Shrine of Christ's Passion. I mean, there's you can make pilgrimages to any of these. So even to our own parish, as you, you mentioned earlier, just to make a pilgrimage here. Um, or, and then you go a little further out. Like, we do we do parish pilgrimages every now and then. We haven't done one in a while, so we got to get back to those. This Lent, keep your eyes open. We're going to go on at least we'll do one pilgrimage. potentially two pilgrimages. Uh, we take our bus. It's awesome. Right. And again, that's just a mini, a mini journey. Um, and I think it was last Lent we did our pilgrimage to the Shrine of Christ's Passion. So that's pilgrimages are a good thing to do either as a parish community, as your family. You know, family should make pilgrimages together and go visit different holy places and and make it about the journey um, and not about gaining these experiences. And for moms and dads with with kids, 
let, come up with a list and let your kids pick. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to take a pilgrimage. Which one of these places would you guys like to see? I mean, it's fun to talk about them with kids. And A great pilgrimage idea is Holy Thursday, the, the seven stational churches. That's a pilgrimage. So when we're done with Holy Thursday Mass this year, uh, get in your car and go to six other churches after St. Edward. So a total of seven churches. It's an old, ancient pilgrimage that started in Rome for the seven hills of Rome to visit each of those churches. Um, it, it's a, that's a great pilgrimage to do with children. You get to see some cool churches. They get to stay up to midnight because it takes a little bit. Um, my family, when I was younger, we used to go out for pizza after we did the seven churches. Make sure that you, you finish before midnight so you can get some pepperoni. That's right, or sausage for my cooks. <laughs> some sausage pizza. <laughs> And we might have a big pilgrimage coming up soon, right? That's the big exciting news. 2024, 125th anniversary of St. Edward's Parish. And, and I know you, it's been a plan of yours to go back. Because you took a pilgrimage to Lourdes, was it? We did. So we did a Paris pilgrimage to France. So we visited Lourdes, Avignon, St. John Vianney and ours, up to yeah. Paris. Um, we, we were actually, we were in the Cathedral of Notre Dame in Paris a year to the day of the fire. Wow. Before the fire. Before, the year before the fire. On the exact day. That's um, I remember it came up in all of our memories on social media as we're watching it burn on our television. And so our pilgrim group was emailing each other um, that we were there a year, you know, year to the day. It was interesting. You do. You um, found these relationships. So, but oh, it was great. We had a great pilgrimage then. That was awesome. So keep your eye. We're not sure yet destination, but if you've got ideas. You got, right now we're between the Holy Land and Rome. So if you've got thoughts... Email Paul, <laughs> and he'll share. <laughs> My inbox gets too much. Uh, well, email, email me, and uh, we'll, we'll think of where we're, where we're going to go in 2024 for 125th anniversary. Uh, we'll do a pilgrimage together. And in the meantime, do practice pilgrimage. Warm-up pilgrimages yeah. to local. Pay attention to our pilgrimages. Do Holy Thursday as a family. The pilgrim way is, is just the way of holiness, and it's a good way to remind us that we're all on a journey on a way we're on a camino to heaven that's right we're all pilgrims we are a pilgrim people amen all righty well this is ed talks uh i'm father dominic i'm paul Manier. and we hope to inspire saints who will inspire saints to build the kingdom of god go forth pilgrims <laughs>